My name is Gurinder Paul Singh. Um, I'm at, with the JMC uh, UC Davis. Um, this is our first official episode of a podcast. Um, we, we were wanting to do a podcast for, for a bit now, and we finally got the opportunity to, and we're so grateful for finally being able to start one. Uh, we have a lot of topics. Um, a lot of people suggested topics. We have topics of our own that we want to get through uh, through this podcast. Um, for the JMC-wise, um, if, Gopal, if you want to talk about that, you can go ahead. Uh, if not, I got it. Um, yeah, so my name is Gurpal Singh, and uh, I'm on the committee for this year's JMC at UCD. Um, our organization is centered around um, raising sick awareness throughout our own local communities, as well as uh, this year, we're going to be focusing on building coalitions with other organizations to try and solve problems uh, at our own campuses, as well as uh, raise issues that address a larger community than just our own. So um, with this podcast, we just want to take the opportunity to kind of address some of the topics that you all have chosen for us. Um, we're grateful for everybody that participated in our uh, giveaway uh, for the ideas. And uh, we really just want to make this a community-based podcast. So we're going to be bringing in a lot of people from uh, a bunch of different uh, backgrounds and also organizations to just talk about a variety of topics that um, either we all can relate to or we can learn something from. So yeah, Gurinder, if you want to add to that. Yeah, no, uh, I mean, uh, you, you're always great with introductions, but yeah, um, the JMC, we, I, I'm, I'm a transfer student. I just got here, but I've been with Jakarta for a, for a while now. Um, we do a lot of work, not just for the sick community, but for anybody that is um, at, put at a disadvantage, anybody that needs help, we are always there to help them and reaching out to others. Um, but yeah, like Gurpal said, we're, we are, we want this podcast to be a community thing. We don't, as much as we want to be there on every episode talking, we would more than happy to have any of you guys join us. Just again, uh, contact us through our Instagram, uh, jmc.ucd, and you guys can get in touch if you have an idea that you really want to do, if you, and you want to be on a podcast, just DM the, us there. But without further ado, um, like I said, my name is Gurinder Paul Singh. I'm a transfer student, technically a third year. Um, I'm a bio major. I just got I just got to Davis. Unfortunately, I cannot move out to Davis or be in person because COVID. Uh, that is why we're we're doing our first podcast on Zoom. Uh, we would be we, I would want to do it in person, but with the circumstances, uh, this is the best platform that we have to do it, and I'm, we're grateful for it. And um, and Mole, if you want to introduce yourself, you can go. Yeah, sure. Um, so yeah, I'm in Mole and I'm a second year student at UC Davis. I came right out of high school and I'm a member of Jakara and you guys reached out um, and I was really happy to see that you guys are trying to bring like the discussions that would normally happen in person um, as a podcast, even though it's not the same thing, it's still discussing issues that are relevant in our community. So yeah, I'm excited to be here. Yeah, dope. Uh, Kapal, you, you kind of introduced yourself, but if you want to do like an official introduction, you can go for it. Yeah, 
for sure. So, um, like I said, my name is Gopal, and I'm a third-year animal science major. Um, I went to Davis straight out of high school, and uh, I've had a really awesome experience here. It's been really nice being able to connect with the larger Punjabi community, especially since I come from a high school where there was not necessarily that much Punjabi representation. And uh, I was the one that actually created the first SHS at our high school. So that was a really cool opportunity. And it was awesome to see that, um, you know, people like Harjeet, Deep, Mandeep, Harkiran, um, they all encouraged me to uh, join the JMC chapter at UC Davis um, when I got out of high school. So I'm just really grateful that um, I found an organization that I fit into and uh, I get to be part of something uh, or a collective that works towards uh, a greater purpose. Yeah, dope. Um, so you guys touched into it a little bit about you guys, how third years and second years and how you guys came out. Um, my story uh, is that, um, like I said, I'm a transfer student. I just got to Davis this year, uh, third year, already done two years in college. Um, I was at a community college uh, called Sierra. And um, when I was coming out of high school, I mean, Gripal, you can attest to this. We, we talked about it when we were in, actually in high school because me and, me and Gripal, we've known each other since high school and even before that. But um, yeah, we were, I was in SHSS, Gripal was in SHSS, we knew each other. And um, I was talking to him about like, hey, where are you gonna go? And he was like, I'm gonna go to Davis. And he got in and everything. And I, I was sadly rejected and I was like, damn, that's, that's, that's crazy. Um, but for me, it was like, I looked, I looked down upon myself. I was like, I was like, uh, I didn't get in. And I was like, that's like, everybody else around me is getting in. And I was like, uh, I started looking at myself, looking, started looking inside. And I was like, I maybe must've done something wrong or something, but I mean, I didn't see community college as something that I could help me. I always looked at it as something I had to get through. And like for the first like semester and a half, I was just like, this is something that I'm have to go through. But like, I was given the opportunity to look inwards and grow as a person. And that's something that I, I will not trade for anything. Um, after my two years at my community college, when I actually finally did apply to Davis and get in and everything, I looked back at my time at my community college as like a blessing and like the best thing that could have ever happened for me other than like how it was before, before I got there, I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to be there. I would, I'd rather be at Davis and all this. But after I get, got through it, I was like community college was the best thing for me. And like, even that, like I was able to stay with my folks, be around them for a little while again, even more uh, help around more, like try to take more responsibility around the house because uh, community college, I mean, I've, I'm like, what, we are in week seven, week six of, um, of Davis now, my first quarter, and I can compare it already, and it's nothing, like, it's nothing alike. Like, the semester system in my community college is way, way, way less stressful and way less, like, everything's so slow. Like, it's, it's crazy how different everything is the second you get to another school. And I mean, I was always told like the quarter systems, like the quarter systems, all oh, this, this big bad, right? And I, I always thought I was like, it can't be that bad. And then I get here and it's like, it's that bad. Like there is no, there's no sugarcoating it. There's nothing like you can't, that you just gotta go through it. Like there's no, there's no like, there's no certain way to get through it, right? And just like, like there's no certain way to get through life. There's no certain way to get to Davis. And that's something that we're gonna talk about is that there's no one right path to go to get to somewhere that you want. Like, as long as you get to where you want to be, 
it doesn't matter if you took a different path than someone else. As long as you get to where you want to be, then that path was right for you. And it was the correct path that you took. And that's something that we want to, we want to like, that's like one of the big takeaways from today's podcast is to talk about how, even though, like I said, like my path was different than, than Gripal's, it's going to be different than Amul's. But at the end of the day, I still, I just got it. I'm, I'm at Davis too now. So I'm a Davis student. So like the end result, even if it took me a little bit longer, I still, it's the same result. So I got there. And um, other than that, I mean, um, like I said, I, I first, when I first was about to join a, a CC, I was like, oh, this and that. I was like, oh, I got to go through this and all this. I was like, I'm not going to be able to meet anybody. There's no experience that you get from to going to a community college. But like going through it, that was completely like, that was completely false for me. I, I met so many people. I met like what, like two people that I consider like my best friends now that I talk to them on like almost like a daily basis. So, I mean, you can always take the positive with, like, you can always look at the negatives. I mean, I could have easily just looked at all the negatives in the situation, but I did it. I looked at all the positives and I balanced them out. And I said, at the end of the day, I got to where I wanted to be. And that was Davis. Um, that's why I would, I would change nothing. I would not want to get, I would never want, I don't want to now looking back, I would not want to go to Davis right straight out of high, out of high school. But again, that's my path. Uh, if either one of you guys want to talk about yours, Paul, if you want to um, yeah. go first, or Moy, if you want to go first, go ahead Sorry. and take the floor. Um, yeah, so I came from a really small high school, and I was the only South Asian Punjabi student at my house high school. Um, so coming... Well, Okay, when I say small, my graduating class was like 100 students. So um, coming to UC small. Davis to like 30,000 students, I was nervous, but also excited because I was finally going to meet people from, from Punjabi people and like people from around the world. And um, I was shy at high school because I was the only like um, my, one of like I was a minority pretty much. And um, yeah, all of us. <laughs> so uh coming here obviously I was really excited uh I wanted to initially actually go to uh, school in UCLA but my parents wanted me to stay close to home because I'm only like an hour and a half away right now um and other than that also uh finding Jakara and SCA really helped me um meet Punjabi people and that's been really fun and a cool experience at Davis yeah yeah um so you touched on about a little bit about like how you were the only south asian yeah be person more yeah, of I, us at your uh Gripal can attest to that completely because again like i said i know Gripal from high school and i know his high school but um from really? from what from what you said about like how um you wanted to go to a different school or didn't pan out how mm -hmm. did like how are you able to like get over that, like not being able to go there, your first choice, quote unquote, to being going mm -hmm. to Davis? Like how, like how yeah. did you come get over that kind of thing? You know? Okay. Um, well, I I came to Davis. Like I visited, I toured. Um, I just really liked the vibe. Like nobody's really competitive here. I feel like everybody's just like trying to be friendly and like do their own thing. Uh, some like yeah. more competitive universities. There's like just this like. Uh, competition between students to like do better than others and I don't really feel that here and that just that makes learning so much easier just classes easier because you can ask anyone for help and yeah just more comforting environment 
Yeah, uh, totally. I mean, uh, like I said, I've only been here for like two months ish, but yeah. I can t- definitely, even though we're online, I can definitely see, feel the vibes of like, it's no one's like out to get you almost. Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like at some universities, I've heard stories, but like I know, I know people that this has happened to. Like some, like there's some universities like people are out to get each other. Like they'll take mm-hmm. like the slightest chance to like get ahead or get that one step ahead of somebody just because they're like it's all a competition to them like everything's a competition um I don't want to get into too many details but like I know I know there's a handful of schools that that happens I mean there's a couple UCs that I know that happens at but like yeah. I I definitely at Davis it's more of like a chill vibe like I know like yeah. everybody's there to do their thing but like no one's there to like out somebody else out or like push somebody down as they go up like I don't I don't feel that at Davis uh, Gopal, you've been there longer and you can tell your story about like how how you got to Davis, like how that process was for you. Because I mean, yeah. I kind of know the same process, but you can go for it. So, um, you know, uh, my the high school that I went to was Granite Bay High School. Um, our graduating class was not, where I, not anywhere as small as yours. We had like a, I think, 530 person graduating class. Mm-hmm. So uh, we had a pretty large class, but my... Um, my high school like atmosphere was it's predominantly like you know white american higher socioeconomic status so um the experience that i had in my high school was it was kind of like a bubble in in a sense because like all of the problems that you go through uh looking back at now like uh, now that i'm older and i've i've met people from so many different backgrounds and i've been humbled by so many people's different stories it was just so like trivial some of the things that you that you worry about uh, going through high school, and um, obviously like when I graduated I was seventeen and uh, I had the choice of uh, going to either UC Davis or um, my other choice was USC actually, so um, that was like a really difficult decision I remember I was trying to make uh, was whether I wanted to go to like a private college in LA and obviously you know USC is a, is a great school as well. But then uh, ultimately, you know, I decided that I wanted to, you know, maintain my contacts that I had in Northern California, just like through Punjabi organizations like Jagara or, you know, just all of the connections like with my family and with my friends over here. So then I ultimately decided that uh, I would go to Davis. And, um, you know, I just remember like being like that young, um, you know, I graduated at 17 and I started Davis basically like right when I turned 18 um being that young you you it's really easy to get uh like lost kind of in in your first year especially like when you're living in the dorms it's like your first time away from home you know you have your independence you are making your own decisions um like you know classes are like you know recorded so you might not even go to lecture type of thing so there's a lot of things that you that you have to deal with in your first year and and I know for sure that I've made a lot of realizations in my first year about like, you know, some of the choices I was making, maybe even some of the people I was hanging out with, how that was affecting my school and everything like that. And uh, ultimately, you know, like becoming a part of Jagara and becoming a part of, you know, even uh, SCA and uh, the other uh, sick organizations, it really helped, um, you know, kind of center me back on the path that I know I wanted to lead. So um, yeah. And also uh, in high school, like Rinder was saying, um, it was interesting because, you know, 
the SHSS, the way it's set up is that it's like a club at each individual school. But it was cool that in my um, senior year, uh, we had the opportunity to kind of like form a large coalition of SHSSs. So we had, um, you know, the Granite Bay High School SHSS, the Oakmont SHSS, um, I think the Antelope one too, right, Grindley? I was going to say, if you don't mention so, my high school, like, what are we do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how are you going to not but, mention mine second? Like, you're going to mention <laughs> Oakmont before mine? <laughs> no, so we, we had all the SHSSs, and we would all used to just work together on projects. So that was really uh, awesome to see um, that, like, each of our individual schools, we didn't really do, like, individual school events. We just kind of formed a larger coalition between, like, a bunch of different schools, and we were able to put on di bigger projects like Jakara Juniors and a bunch of homeless feedings and, you know, fundraisers and things like that. So I kind of want to see, like, the same thing happen um, even, you know, uh, at our university level where, uh, I mean, obviously right now it's it's COVID and everything, so we're a little bit limited by the kind of events that we can put on. But I mean, eventually, like, you know, I would like to see us um, start to try and work with other universities or other organizations on our campus to do bigger events like that. But yeah, I mean, that's kind of like my personal story. I mean, uh, the other big change that I made coming into college was that I was originally a pre-med so uh, I was fully set on the, you know, you're going to become a doctor, you're going to like, you know, go through your four years, no gap year, straight med school, everything like that. That That's like the narrative that we're kind of fed, like, you know, growing up our whole lives type of thing. So um, I made the decision, I think, uh, like, ha during my second year, after taking a few animal science courses that I really liked um, those courses, and I really liked um, the professors and the type of education they were providing. So then I also made the switch from becoming a pre-med into a pre-veterinary uh, path to eventually go to veterinary school. So, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like yeah. Um, like I said, I mean, I, I, we were in high school that senior year that you're talking about. I think that was my favorite year in terms of my four years in high school, just because of like how much I got to actually interact with people. Because it's like the first... Especially interacting with other Punjabis. Yeah, that's... I mean, at, at my high school, that wasn't really a problem because there were too many of us. I say too many because <laughs> there was way too many of us. But, uh, um, so I, I, like you guys are saying, talking about like how you guys' um, your guys's class, you guys didn't really have anybody else, like like Punjabi or anything like that. Like, I was a complete different for me. Like, there was too many. However, but, like, but again, you can't have you can't have not too many like Punjabis, right? I loved it. Anyways, like, um, like that was probably my favorite year overall. But Kapal, like, like you just said about like um, how you get got to your major and you picked your major, and then things change, right? Oh, things obviously change. Um, for me, my story about how I picked my major was it started in all the way back in high school. So I was like, I didn't know what I wanted to do, and um, I talked to my, my, like my family, my sister, my brother-in-law, we just, we were just talking about it and they were like, you know, what's cool. And it has like a good, like field, like career field is like computer science. I was like, true. So I, I took like an AP computer science course, right? Oh, I hate it. It was the worst class I took at my four years in high school. Like, I'll tell you that, like legit, I would go in there and I just see a computer screen. And I was like, I don't want, I don't want to do this today. So like, I want to do a project until like the day it's due. However, I still got an A in the class, so I'm cool. But 
like that's like that was my first uh, kind of major that I was thinking of, and I was like, yeah, this ain't for me. this ain't like this ain't for me, right? And then I um I just like at the end like at the end of that I was like, okay, I don't know what else I'm gonna do. And then like after like high school, I took summer courses, so like I had like a couple weeks to like like think about like so I just took like English and art art appreciations to just get my like G's like start getting them going. And like over the summer, I was thinking about it. I was like, you know what? I kind of like science. I like learning about like biology, like the body, like how it works, the phenomenon of how the inner parts work and all that. And I was like, and I, I was like, I just, I just like science overall other than chemistry, but I don't want to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> I'm, in a, I'm in organic chem right I'm in organic chem right now. I don't want to talk about it, uh-huh. but <laughs> anyways, um, so I was just like, I like science. It interests me. Like, I know that if I'm in science, like the one thing I won't do is not like interest wise, I won't lose it. Cause I've always been interested in science. Uh, I've always found it cool. Something like some, I'm going to take away something that's always like interesting, something cool. Every single time I sit down and listen, right. Other than if it's math, like calculus or stats, then you're not, you're not getting anything, but like, that's like, but that was my process. I was like, I'm just going to become a bio sci major. And then most likely I was like pre-medical until like I got done with my CC and then I got to like Davis and I was like, over this past summer, I didn't really do much. I didn't take classes. I didn't really work that much. I mean, COVID hit. So it was like kind of hard to do any of that anyways. But like, I was like, pharmacy is cool. It's dope. Uh, I, I think I was like, I started looking into it. I know like, I like my cousin's a pharmacist. And so he was like telling me all about like, this is how school, the how, this is how the school goes. This is how the career looks like. This is how it's going to look afterwards. And I was like, that's dope. Like, that's like, I was like everything he said, I was like, that's dope. Like, I want to work with other people. I want to work with patients. I want to talk to people. I just don't want to be in front of like a keyboard or in front of like a lab or sitting in the lab doing drugs, like like pouring stuff like on <laughs> a pipette. Like, I'm not doing all that. Like, I'm not built for that. I got big hands. Like, I ain't doing no pipette. Like, it's not, it's not happening with these things. So that's like my, my major switched. I mean, if you want to say my major switched twice, but like what I wanted to do career-wise changed like a couple times. But I've, I've basically now after this, now I've got to Davis, I pretty much said that that's what I want to do. Um, and well, I would love to hear what, like, what you're planning, what, what, what your process was, how did you end up picking your major? Yeah, so right now I am actually a double major in linguistics and applied math. I know there's like, you don't see the connection at all. But <laughs> anyways, I came in thinking that I wanted to uh, major in applied math because I always really enjoyed math. Like I loved um, how it was, you know, it's just relevant to our daily lives, I personally think. And um, over the, well, and I took linguistics classes um, since like my first fall quarter at Davis. And uh, I kept taking like one each quarter and I really enjoyed learning how language is like form, how like language comes about, how language changes and how certain people use language differently. For example, like people with disabilities, language is very different for them. And all of us here are ESL students. English is our second language. Um, And uh, I just like, I felt a really like a connection with linguistics, even though I'm really uh, passionate about math I that's why I'm like keeping that as uh, as my major um, so yeah I want to be a speech pathologist uh, hopefully that connects 
math and linguistics a little more, but uh, just want to bring more inclusive curriculums to schools for people with disabilities, for example, like ASL, I think it should be taught um, at, even in middle school, like it, it should be taught, like we're separating people with disabilities in schools and like, um, I think that needs to change. So you, you didn't have a, a, a defining moment where you, like you changed like I had or uh, as Paul had. You, you came mean, in with one set and then you just added on top. I was like, that's, yeah. that's, I, I got to give oh. you a clap for that. Hopefully, uh, hopefully everything works out perfectly. Thank I, you. I think, yeah. like, uh, I think like we can all agree that um, I think like some potential advice I would offer to like incoming students or I would have offered to myself like if I could travel back in time and tell myself something is that um one thing that you realize about college is that everything moves really like fluidy so it's mm -hmm. not like you know you come in and and like whatever you you came in with it is the same path that you're just going to take the entire way through like I think um a important thing to know about you know coming into college for anybody who's come who's going to be uh um you know, either transferring from CC or uh, coming from high school is that you just got to keep your mind open, you know, like, don't be afraid to um, obviously, don't be afraid to explore like different opportunities and different classes and things like that, because you might end up coming across something you really like. And at the end of the day, it's your career is not all about just like your title or what your profession is, it should also be something that you're going to enjoy doing. So like, you know, if you have, a, if you have to do a job every single day, you obviously want to be able to wake up happy and be like, yeah, I'm down to go to work, you know, not just dreading it every single day. So I think that's like an important thing to keep in mind um, when you get into college is that don't be afraid to try something new. And, um, you know, obviously you have to stick to your course load and make sure that you're performing in your classes. But if you want to take a, a couple additional classes here and there, um, that's definitely something that you should explore. Like I remember one, one of um, the classes that I took recently that I really enjoyed was uh, this actually this nutrition class. So it was an online nutrition class and it's not like I needed it for my major or anything, but um, you know, one, I heard the class was easy and uh, two, I, I was like, you know, kind of interested in nutrition because um, at the time I was trying to uh, work on, you know, losing weight and everything like that. So I took the nutrition class and I learned a lot about, um, you know, just like the uh, like basic caloric breakdown, you know, the balance you need between proteins, fats and carbohydrates. And what I learned in that class, I was able to apply um, to my own life. And it really helped me because I was able to lose a bunch of weight uh, really fast just by, you know, modifying my diet and understanding the importance of nutrition. So, yeah, that's definitely like something I, I would be down to take more classes in moving forward. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I, I think I'm right there with you. Um, I'll, I'll just echo everything you just said. College is not anything where it's like if you make a decision to change your major, if you make a decision to change let's say like if you let's say for me if I'm I, if I don't want to be a bioscience let's say I want to be an NPB major I'm most likely what from what I like what I know and what I've heard like that's not even like you're basically taking the same set of courses but just your major has changed or yeah you're gonna have to take different like you're gonna have to take like one or two NPB courses at the end instead of like biology courses so it's like 
there's always a leeway like if you if you wake up one day and you're like i don't want to be a biosite major right if i just wake up one day randomly and like oh i don't want to be a biosite major and like i start looking at the college of biological science and i'm like uh i can look into this i can look into that but if you want to go completely different you can do that too like i just don't recommend it doing like your last semester of your of your college because i'm like that's you know, yeah time not gonna get that up like it's too late now like it's it's, it's better <laughs> like, doing yeah because, it's, it's more i mean you can still do it towards like the middle because you like basically at some point you've done like uh, all your ge's and now you're doing upper upper like upper yeah. uh, level courses and upper like degree. if you after like one semester let's say upper level you don't you don't like it you can switch out and plan out and just figure out where everything goes i mean it's never the end of the, like the end of the world right and some people like these numbers have put, been put into our head of like cc is only two years I call it a, a university is four years. Like you want to be done in four years. You want to get done at community college in two years. You want to be done like with doctors and like after like eight years, right? In med school, you want to be like, the, uh, there's these like set numbers that I, like, I've been told like almost my entire life. I mean, that's what I've been told. But I had friends, like, like I said, I go back to like my two friends that I had in community college or like my two best friends. Uh, they're both third years. Like they were third years at community college. It didn't make a difference to them. They said we were, it was, they were like, it's actually a better for us. We'll get more classes done. We'll get better help into finding out like what our classes are, what we want to do, figure out if we want to do this or not. And then they, they transferred out. I mean, it's like you could take more time. Like don't get like that's one thing I would like. That's my one recommendation. Don't get stuck into like the that you have to be done at community college in two years. You have to be done at university at four years because like um, I was planning out my uh, out my courses for for Davis and I was like. I could take a like a fifth year, like uh, technically take a fifth year because I've taken two already at community college and then two at Davis and then can take a fifth year to like finish everything and give myself time. Or like I can scrunch it in a little bit and just do it all. And I'm like, that's something like I had to think about it for a little bit because I was like, do I want to stay there for another year? Do I want to be just done? But like, it's like, it's up to you. Like if you feel like you're, you're getting scrunched, then just, just take the extra year, plan it all out, take, give yourself a favor and help yourself. That's my, that would be my advice. And well, if you want to chime in with anything. Yeah, sure. Um, I just want to add on that a lot of times we think our majors translate very literally to our career choice. And that's not really true. Like I'm a linguistics and applied math major. It actually doesn't have that much to do with speech pathology. I still have to take a lot of classes outside of that in order to go into a speech pathology program. So I think a lot of times students worry about finding the right major. I think it's, it's not, I don't know, it's just my opinion, but like also what I've heard from advisors is that you don't, that's not something you should be worrying about too much because like English majors can become like college advisors or something. So yeah, it's, that's, it's yeah. 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 Like, like bio majors have so many options. So it's not, it's just not something you should be worrying about, especially like your first or second year. And that's just for, um, for your graduate schools, it's not like you have, they don't have a requirement that you have to be like a bio major to get into med yeah. school, you got to be an animal science major to get into veterinary school. Yeah. The, all mm -hmm. they look at is whether you've done the uh, courses uh, that yeah. they require, the prereqs for the uh, graduate school, but you can be any major and do those exactly. prerequisite classes and still get in. Like I know like music majors who have gotten into medical school and now are yeah. like full fledged yeah. doctors. Yeah, and it's also like the experience um, outside of class too, like in clubs and finding people who are just as passionate about uh, something as you are. So 
that's also something graduate schools look at. Yeah, um, I've, I mean, I've, I was told, I mean, I was talking to, uh, to one of the advisors and they were like, um, don't get tricked into thinking just because you're a bio-sci major, like you're, you're like a shoe-in for medical school or, or you're like, you're automatically going to be like, get preference over like an English major or something like that. Like there is no preference. Like they just look at how many what courses you've done. What was your, like what, and look at like your whole resume. It's not about, it's not just about like, they don't just stop at the major. It's like they take your whole mm-hmm. person into account. And like a quick example I can give is like our own Harjit Singh of Jakarta. I mean, he's a astrophysicist, but he's uh, now a community organizer. And now he was running for a school board position in Yuba City. So like, it's like things change. And like you do what you want to do. Don't do something that's basically connotized with your, with your major or what's connotized with something you, you think you have to do. Do what your heart desires and have fun with it. Like Gurpal says, you don't want to go to every day to a job that you don't like. Because then you're yeah. just going through the major emotions, and at some point you're going to get fed up, and you're just not going to do it anymore. You're not going to like. Yeah, you're yeah. going to be like, I don't want to do this or give up. So it's like, also find something that like you love. Don't just find something that will make you money and make you like mm-hmm. your parents proud or make people proud. Like it's what you want to do. It's your life, right? And that's like yeah. the next segue that I kind of have is about like um, like your parents' expectations because mine are a little bit different. Uh, I because like my parents they're they don't really know college that much like they don't know anything really about college so like anything that I have to do I have to explain to them a lot and it's like for them expectations was like I've heard this my entire life right it was either like a doctor lawyer engineer right the big three right and those are the three you always hear and I was I was like I always told myself I was like I'm not being a doctor I'm not being a lawyer I'm not being an engineer right I told myself that I was like I'm not doing that like just because you told me to do that I'm not doing it and it's <laughs> like when it came to like when I want to pick what I want to do and I was like okay I want to do this and then this is also going to make my parents kind of happy if I pick this so I'm gonna just do the best this is basically the best of both worlds and it came together but like that's mine is unique because mine fit what they want to say I know some people's parents are like, they're really hardcore about it. But like the best thing I did with my parents was when I talked to them at college about the talk to them about UC Davis and all this, I just sat them down and I talked and I was like, look, this is what I want to do. It's like, I have to do, I'm, I'm going to be working the job for the next, let's say like, I'm going to be working in this career for like the next 30, 40 years, 50 years, however long I work. Like you are not going to work for me. I'm going to be working there. And if I don't like it, or if it's like, if I, if I dread doing that, then there is, there's just no point of me doing it, right? So it's like you have to have these honest conversations. You can't just be like, you can't just blow them off being like they won't understand and just walk away. Because I tried that. It doesn't work. I'll give you my personal experience. It doesn't work. So if, you, if you're having those conversations or you're having those troubles, I, my best thing is just to like talk to them. Uh, I would love to hear like what your guys' parents, when you guys told them about like how you guys would uh, initial thoughts about like getting to Davis telling them how they reacted and telling them like uh, because like one thing is like we always want to make our parents proud so we always want to tell them what we're going to do where we're going and what we're going to be doing so I just would love to hear like, what, you know, your guys' stories about it and more if you want to go again you can go sure um so when I was just a, a math major my parents were always asking me like what I was going to do with it and I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do with it like my options were becoming a professor or even like going into um engineering or computer science even because it's quite closely related but I didn't know and my parents didn't really have any like 
they just wanted me to do well in college and have a successful life afterwards and they still want the same they never were like go to med school or become an engineer same with my brother um and it, in terms of that it's been really easy for me but uh, like you're saying that your parents uh don't know much about college uh I also am a first generation college student and so it's it's hard to explain to them like what what college even is like what I'm doing here um they were I'm actually in Davis right now even though classes are online but I rent an apartment so I'm here but they were like what well, why do you need to be there and like they don't always understand the social aspects of it but um leaving that aside back to my major I recently told them about speech pathology and definitely took a lot of explaining on like what exactly it is and it since it's like not something I don't think Punjabi people really go into this but um but yeah it's it's hard and uh I've been lucky to not have super like too many uh expectations from them other than just like doing well and I also get the help of my brother who already graduated college so he's definitely like there to help me uh one thing I also want to add is that when you are a first-gen student um you don't really get like the same help in terms of getting into college. And so we always have to like look for resources or rely on like our elder siblings or who've been to college. Um, and I think that's very relevant in the Punjabi community. Yeah. Um, before I hand it over to you, Gopal, for a sec, like 100%, right? I agree. Because like I said, I'm a first generation too. So like any time that I had to find out like, uh, like anything like applications, like FAFSA, anything like that, I had to teach myself or go like looking out for answers because I was like yeah. there's nobody I could immediately turn to in my family be like hey can you tell me like I can't go to my parents like there was no immediate person to go to like I had like mm -hmm. access to and that's like one thing is like, because so when I did decide my major it's like the one thing that like Punjabi people or Punjabi community gets like caught up in is like like like, like what other yeah. people are thinking right and like I've seen it because I've seen it with my parents specifically like like they were like they always like talk down uh about like my sister's major she's a psychology major and she was just like one like my parents can't say psychology so they were like oh don't you gotta be yeah right so like they couldn't say it so they automatically thought like they it's like some random thing that yeah. like it's not gonna turn out well right but she's mm -hmm. like living her best for life everything right she's living the best of her life it's like things like that it's like we I, I told my parents, I, like, I, this is how I put it to my parents. I was like, I'm going to do what's best for me and what's best for you guys in the long run, right? Because for me, I don't know how your guys' parents is because like, but like my, I am my parents' retirement fund, <laughs> basically, if I could put it that way, right? I'm going to be taking care of them, right? I'm going to be taking care of them at the long run after they, they stop working and everything and I start working. But it's like, I told them, I was like, it's like I'm gonna do me like I was like you guys might care about what people say I was like I don't I just don't care what people have to say about me like as long as I know I'm doing something right and I know it's it right and that's all that I, I, I really matters to me um for Paul if you want to chime in about how your parents took your decision about changing your major or even picking your major and how they were when you decided to go to Davis yeah so um I guess like maybe I have a little bit of a different experience than the both of you guys because, um, you know, my dad's a doctor and my mom's a dentist and that's who, uh, 
you know, I have like a bunch of chachi, my taya is a doctor, um, my mama is a doctor. Um, so we only had like one, uh, one of my chachas in the vet, uh, in the family that is a veterinarian. So basically like my whole life, you know, I was kind of just groomed into this medical path where like, you know, my parents always had the expectations of like, you need to do the best in school. You need to get straight A's. You need to do well. Then you, then you like, you know, my, my parents also like groomed me like to go to UC Davis. Like that was like their biggest, like um goal like for me growing up was that I would get into UC Davis so obviously it was a really positive reaction when I did um get into UC Davis but they still hold the very high expectation of like you know you need to finish in four years then you need to go to graduate school and then like you know then you need to start practicing as a as a veterinarian or a doctor so um you know like obviously that can be like pretty challenging I I know like maybe not a lot of people are, are, are in the same situation as me, but like just speaking to dealing with those expectations, it can be really tough at times just because um, they don't really understand some of the times, like when you're going through some certain things in your life and you're, you know, your grades are slipping because of it, or, you know, just any type of predicament like that, because they always hold you to that ex or that expectation of excellence. So, um, yeah, that's, that's, it's been tough with that. And also, um, you know, going back to the whole community thing, um, you know, my parents are always very supportive of me, but uh, I mean, I know like a, a lot of the times like back, they don't really do so much so now, but back before, like, you know, when I was in high school or uh, even before then, they would always used to compare me to other kids within our community who were like performing at the highest level. And, um, you know, they would just be like, oh, if he's doing this, why can't you do it? If he's getting this grade, why can't you get that grade, you know? So things like that. And, um, you know, dealing with that has obviously been a challenge, but eventually, like, you know, I came to the realization on my own that um, whatever expectation they may have of me is it's not going to serve like me in the long run, right? I, I need to do things that are gonna make me happy and make decisions for myself and for my own future. So obviously, like, you know, I'm still on this veterinary path and I, and I do enjoy animal science and, and I, I think I'm going to like what I do. But, you know, I also have like, you know, other passions, like I, I'm really into real estate and uh, or like businesses, farming, like other things like that. I'm super into those. But the thing is, is like um, when you're trying to do pre-med or pre-vet, um, you don't really get the time necessarily to kind of explore those avenues just because you're so busy wrapped up in doing your classes and trying to maintain a good GPA to get into that graduate school. So those are all like things that I'll probably start exploring like later on in life, maybe once I'm in graduate school or, or I was thinking about doing an MBA um, probably after my graduate school is over. Um, but yeah, like that's just like the personal experience that I've been through. But I mean, my parents were pretty supportive of me changing to medicine. Like um, my dad's a doctor, but he, he wasn't necessarily like always um, uh, like growing up he was, but uh, like, as I got older, he was also like, you know, if you want to do veterinary, if you want to do dentistry, um, something like that, that's also like really a good career field. And like you get to explore your entrepreneurship in those fields, as opposed to like when you're um, in a, in a, when you're following a doctor career path, you're kind of tied down to like a specific hospital or like you're, you're, you're like, you don't get as much uh, entrepreneurial freedom. So yeah, I think like 
that's just like a common um, thing that I feel like a lot of less Punjabis go through, like not so much so maybe when we're in college, just because we're independent and we're like adults. So we are responsible for our own actions and for, you know, um, doing the right things for our future. But growing up, definitely that's, that's something I feel like everybody goes through at some point is um, uh, just dealing with their expectations and like community norms and everything like that. But I mean, I guess you could say a community norm is also like the whole um, the whole rigid structure of like, oh, you have to go straight out of high school to uh, college, then you do four years of college, then you go straight to a graduate school and then and then you start working. Right. But sometimes it doesn't necessarily work out like that. And and I honestly like even I've uh, considered to myself that it might have been more beneficial for me even to go to a CC for my first two years instead of going straight out of high school just because you know like um, my I have an older brother but straight out of high school he actually went to um, India for uh, medical school so um, I was the first one in my family to get into like an American university right so obviously all the excitement of that and that too, that's something that you've just been working on your whole life. Like I, I was just like, yeah, for sure. I'm just gonna like run into Davis, you know, like I'm gonna uh, accept my admission, but like, you know, in the future, like even for my kids or like for, you know, my little cousins who are growing up in, in the system right now, I, I honestly think I would encourage um, spending the first two years at a community college just because, um, you know, like when you're 18, you're not exactly the most mature yet, you know, and, and you can make a lot of wild decisions in your first year of independence. So I think that um, the extra two years to just be at home, you know, give it, give them a little bit of more space, a little bit more independence, but th it definitely will help you like grow and mature and, and keep on your path of um, whatever you decide to do. Um, but yeah, like, so things like that also, um, you know, I know everybody wants to do like the whole four years of college, four years of graduate school or like, you know, whatever, like that path is or four years of college and then boom, straight into something. But um, taking a gap year is also can also be like a really beneficial thing to certain people um, just for people who need to like, you know, buff up their applications or their resumes by doing volunteer experiences, internships, research, things like that. Yeah. Um, or even like taking that, that time out to do like a master's program can greatly, um, increase your chances of getting into a better institution later on. So I think like the best thing to do when you're going into college is just keep an open mind about your path because, there's not like there's one single right way of doing it. There's a lot of different ways to get to the same, you know, uh, goal that you have uh, in your head. Yeah. And like I said before, like I, I opened up a little bit about this was like, even though my path was different than Kapal's, we're both at Davis now and, and Mole, like we're all at Davis now. We all, I had different paths than you guys. You guys came from high school. I came from CC. But now I'm at Davis, we're all at Davis and we're all getting to know each other, we're getting to touch with, in touch with each other. Um, yeah, I 100% believe, like I was looking into like med school or pharmacy school and like the application process. And one thing I can take away is like, and I've been told this and I'm gonna try my hardest to not, but like most likely when you apply right after you're done with your four years to a graduate school, it's most likely you're not like there's a slim chance that you actually get in your first time around. And that's something like I've been told about pharmacy school is like sometimes you just don't get in the first time. Right. 
And then usually you can take that opportunity to get buff up your application, like Gurpal was saying, maybe increase your GPA, take a class again, or just go get experience, go work in the field a little bit. And like that, by the time that you've buffed it up and now you're prepared, you, you know what the application looks like, you know what you need, what you're missing. And now most likely I've heard that second time around, you usually get in. So it's like, don't like, that's my big thing is like, don't, don't get, get discouraged, discouraged because you're trying to make your parents proud. Like your parents will always come around. Like that's what, something like I've seen personally and I've been through is like, yes, in the moment they're going to be like, why this? Why are you doing this? This is like, this is something new to me, right? Because they know, they know the structure of high school. Uh, if you go to a community college, community college for like two years there, you're done with your college in four years, you're done with your graduate stuff in four years, right? It's like, that's usually what they think. Like that's like the pathing they know. But like, that's why, like, just talk to them. They'll eventually come around. And the first time, especially the first time you tell them, they're not going to like, because they're going to be like, huh? Like, why'd you do this, that, and that? And it's like, if you talk to them again and you tell them, this is what you want to do. This is what you, this is what you really want to do. This is what's going to happen. This is what you need for yourself. Because again, at the end of the day, it's all about you, right? It's you want to do whatever's best for you. And they eventually will come around. And Gopal, like you said, you were talking about like, there's always like our, our parents like drill in this like competition thing. It's like, I never had it myself until like my parents, like I would bring like a minus, right? It's like a 91% in class. My dad looks at it and he's like, Bucky 90% to get to get out. Like, man, you're never, you're never going to be happy. Like I got 91 and you're like, you're asking me about the 9% I did again. I was like, that's A. That's just, I was like, I got an A in the class. I was like, that's, that's what should matter. But he's like, no, nah, where's the 9%? I'm like, bro, I can't win with you. But like, there's always like you're just gonna find some room for improvement. Yeah. Which I mean, at a certain point, yeah, that's 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 you know what you want out of your parents because they always want the best for you. They want you to strive for the best. But you just have to like make sure that for yourself that you're staying on your path and you're um, reaching your goals uh, slowly and steadily. Yeah. Uh, and well, I just want to touch on the last thing about about like. So you said you had an older brother that's been through college, has graduated and everything. Um, yeah. From what you've seen, what you've been through, what you've experienced, ha have your parents, because I know this is like something in the in the Jabi Care community is like, they'll treat like a, a boy going to college differently how they will let a girl go through college, right? They're more, mm -hmm. a little bit more restrictive when a girl goes out wanting to leave the house, wanting to go out. Like for you personally, have you seen if there's a difference between you and your brother and how your parents handle those situations? I mean, there's always a little bit, but luckily when they saw that even in high school, when my brother and I, like we both um, were able to do extracurriculars and they saw that my brother did it before me and he was safe and he, he made it to college and he got through college and he's living a successful life right now. I think that definitely helped them realize that like, I will be fine, but there obviously still is things like, oh, you shouldn't go out too late or but then it's like, I'm here, so they can't really control it. <laughs> but they'll, <laughs> but they'll, no, they'll, they'll I, let you know, though. They'll let you know. But they, they, won't, they yeah. can't enforce it, but they'll let you know. Be like, Yeah, but they, they definitely appreciate the honesty. So when I tell them, like, I'm doing this, they're okay with it. Um, yeah, I know I have, like, a lot of other Punjabi friend, female friends who have this issue where their parents aren't allowing them to go out to certain things um or even like come down when they're like have apartments here so 
it can be hard because they're like go oh, like you're gonna live alone like really like exactly yeah. yeah but luckily i have not had too many issues with that just because they saw that like my brother was safe and yeah. successful with it yeah i mean like i said like I, I i personally know some people i mean like i said i had an older sister that's been through it and like mm-hmm. i could see like the process of them like letting they wouldn't they were like oh you want to move out like it's like but like at a certain point like i i i mean luckily for you you had the old the older sibling the older like your brother go through it and all and mm-hmm. that kind of opened their eyes of like a personal experience because the yeah. one thing that parents a lot of have is they they'll hear stories right they'll hear stories of Fulana, like another person's kid doing this or another yeah. kid's experience and they'll try to make that like that's what they want for their child and mm-hmm. like if if that if that template's changed even the slightest bit they'll be like something's wrong something's wrong yeah. something's wrong something's wrong and but it's like once they see like like i was happy that like, i'm lucky to have um, uh, my sister go through it so it's like i could use her be like look at her use her as an example because that's like something they can really connect to because they know the path they know the stories they know mm-hmm. everything so it's like that's one of my thing is like it's like if you do have an older sibling like that's something that can help you but also like i said like yeah. your parents eventually will come around like that's something yeah. i found out like like of, of course like when i talk to my dad about anything like like life like big life changing or anything like that like he's never gonna say yes the first time right it's always the dekuge like even if I know he's gonna say yes, like he won't say yes because that's just that's just how like our parents are kind of. He's like they won't mm-hmm. just say right yes right off the bat. Like at least that's how my parents are, right? They'll say dekuge, but like if I ask them like a day or two later, they'll be like yes. Like I don't even have to explain. <laughs> like I don't even have to explain it. I'll just have to say I'll just bring it up again and do like okay, kala. And it's like they just won't <laughs> say the yes the first time around. So like they'll eventually yeah. come around. It's just like you you have to like know when to ask them when to like when to bring it up when to just mm-hmm. back up a little bit just just hold back and um yeah i mean we've we've talked extent i really really enjoyed both of you guys stories because like i said i'm a transfer student so i didn't know the high school to straight to davis like I've, I've heard stories but i really enjoyed listening to you guys if you guys have any closing remarks thoughts advice that you guys want to give out any tips the floor is yours if not, we can just start wrapping up. Uh, for myself, I guess I can say that um, from experience, like coming from a really small school, I, I think it's really important to read, uh, like get out of your comfort zone, try new things. Um, I was uh, like really excited to meet new people. So uh, I think that's true for a lot of us. Like we're trying to make new friends. And the other thing to remember is that all of us don't know each other and everybody's trying to find friends. So um, don't be afraid to talk to someone when you're coming into Davis. Or- yeah, I would I would definitely agree with that. Um, I think like, I'd, like maybe the best form of doing this is like advice I would give to um, my freshman self, like uh, moving into the dorms and everything like that would just be to, um, you know, like there's going to be a lot of things that come up when you're going into college that are, you know, you're, you're going to want to try like some new things. You're going to want to explore different paths. You're going to want to look at different background, or I mean, uh, different avenues of doing things. 
But I think a big help to me was just um, getting back into contact with um, the larger Punjabi community and just making friends with, um, you know, a bunch of different people from uh, different backgrounds and stuff that aren't the same as yours because they can give you a lot of uh, new, new and fresh perspectives on how to look at life and how to uh, even look at some of the things within um, your life, like the things you've been blessed with. Uh, and and those can be like really humbling uh, conversations that you can have with other people. So uh, maintaining contact with the Punjabi community will also help you like just navigating college and like, you know, you, you can find people that are older than you that can give you the advice that you need if you don't have older sibling that went through the same system as you. So um, yeah, that would be like one piece of advice that I would give to myself. And another would be like Anmol was saying is to just be open to trying new things um, because it, uh, college hardly ever works out the way you originally plan it when you're going in. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of obstacles that you're gonna face. There's a lot of you know uh, personal challenges that you're gonna have to go through um, just to cope up with the system. So I would say just, you know, be willing to try new things, um, explore yourself, explore like what you really want to do, what you're passionate about, and then, uh, focus on just maybe aligning your goals more with your passions. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, just echoing what you just said, like, don't, don't try to like be a turtle and just be in your shell get out of your comfort zone because that's when you're like you're gonna that's how you're gonna grow the most and like for me my biggest thing is just like whatever path like we're like this is what the the podcast was about is like whatever path you choose you go on if the end result is what you wanted then it was a success don't think that just because it was different than somebody else's and they might have done their their end result faster than you that doesn't mean that your path was that that was worse or any better it was the right path for you and that's the one thing that i think i get stuck into sometimes is when i start comparing myself to other people and it's like yes i mean we always like to want to do things differently but it's like what you went through is unique to you and it's it is what's working out for you right for me it was like from high school to cc to davis right that was my path and I, like i said i didn't really want to go to the cc but again once i did go through it i was grateful for it i would go to a CC to Davis 10 out of 10 times. Like I wouldn't change that one bit. But um, like I said, I really enjoyed listening to your guys' stories. I really enjoyed talking about my own. Um, hopefully everybody else enjoys it that's listening. Um, a couple of closing remarks. Um, again, I, we can't do this and this wouldn't be possible without um, Jakarta and their and their support, all the staffers that that have helped this idea come to fruition and having helping us get to where we are right now. Uh, also wouldn't be possible for the GMC board. So big shout outs to them. Uh, thank you for both of you guys for being here. I really enjoyed this and thank you for being on the first ever one. Um, like I said, this is our first one. This is my first ever podcast. So if, if you guys have any tips, if any of you guys are listening and you guys have any ideas, like I said, any ideas, if you want to be on a podcast, any tips, any suggestions, please DM us on uh, our Instagram, which is jmc.ucd. Uh, you can DM us there, uh, any ideas, if you, want to, if you want to do a podcast or anything. Um, but we also will be posting this on our SoundCloud, um, the same as our IG, jmc.ucd. Uh, if you don't want to watch this on Instagram, you can always pop it up in the background on SoundCloud and listen to it while you, while you, I don't know, be working or you'd be working out or wherever you're going on a run. 
but yeah, uh, that's a couple things I want to say. Again, thank you to you two for joining us today. Oh, thank uh, you for having me. Hopefully everybody <laughs> enjoyed it. Perfect. Um, oh. Yeah. Why you